And that's actually how I won my own house. So the big question is, what are top agents doing to absolutely crush it in real estate? To get the answers, we interview the top real estate agents to learn their secrets to success. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. I wanted to uh, roll into your third topic, which is actually how to win a bid. So this is more of a tactical thing, I imagine, for agents in today's market. And obviously, it's it's an important thing to know in the future because this has been a hot topic for a while. It's like when there is five bids or whether it's 15 bids, how the fuck do you win? You know, we've heard some amazing stories. (laughs) The best story we've ever heard, and I want to obviously pass it over to you, but the best story we ever heard was someone buying the seller a puppy. It was insane. Oh, Never heard anything like it. So basically their dog died. Let's say it was a, a, I don't know, a British bulldog, whatever it was, their dog had died and it died a few months previous and they, you know, they'd missed it and they would kind of mention this. And the person really wanted the home. He didn't give the highest bid, but they they turned up with a puppy and they sold. And I was like, that is the fucking craziest shit I've ever heard. To buy a dog, to try and win this house. They won the bid. But can you imagine if they didn't and they were like, fuck, we've got a dog. <laughs> so unpack your third and final secret to success which is how to win a bid a lot of that depends on your buyers and how much cash flow they have and what they're comfortable with and i I try my best not to max somebody out to the point where they're like i'm not comfortable doing this But over when that market got so hot, I actually had buyers throwing 50,000 extra at houses and completely missing it. And I'm like, oh my God, that was 50 grand. Like, who the hell outbids you? And it was, and and nothing against people from California. (laughs) These people were coming in from California with just shitloads of cash. Because yeah. they can sell a house there and then come buy two or three here in cash. Yep. And so you That's just... exactly what was happening in our market too. Yeah, you just can't compete with that. But for the ones that, that could compete a little bit, and I would just have to tell them, if you can, whatever you can nix out of that contract for the seller to pay, the more attractive you become. And I said, and I hate to say this because I'm a real advocate for having a home inspector go in, and check stuff because I tell my people, I said, I can run through that house and tell you that damn thing looks great. And I said, that home inspector is going to come right behind me and rip that house a new asshole because I'm not checking windows. I'm not checking plumbing. I'm not checking to see if the toilet flushes. Yeah, it looks good to me. But I said, it's scary. But if you can nix the home inspection, it makes it more attractive because the seller goes, Oh, well, I don't have to make any fucking repairs. Like my toilet rocks, but they don't give a shit. <laughs> and I said, it's scary, but if you can nix all of that shit, your offer becomes more attractive. And that's actually how I won my own house is I nixed everything. And it was scary, but I did it. And then I inspected it later and I, I realized I, I didn't do too shabby because <laughs> they actually gave me a book of the remodel of the house so I could see what happened to this house. 
So it wasn't too bad for me. But yeah, I mean, if you can nix all that, but for a first time home buyer, I really push for that home inspection because the worst thing you can do is put them in a house and then shit go to hell in a handbag. And who are they going to blame? You. They're going to come back to the agent and go, well, that agent screwed me over. That agent didn't tell me. And I don't want that to happen. But if you can, if you are comfortable and can do it, nix it all, pay a little more and get the house you want. But if you can't, I told, we, we totally understand it as real estate agents. And we're going to try to work that deal to, to help you out and be in your, ah, what's the word I'm looking for? To help you and be in, like, on your side of it without you going broke. Have your best interests at heart. Yeah, we... When it comes to, I like that though. It's like being creative. Sometimes one of the, do you know one of the ones that we shared with us that was so simple that has worked well is um, the the kind of transition time where like the seller was like, oh no, I want like I don't know three months for example. So the buyer said, sure, that's fine. And then almost always when the money had hit the bank, right, and even though they had that extra time, they were gone within weeks. Like they didn't oh, yeah. actually, you know, take that time, but they wanted it. And then the buyer was like, yeah, that's fine. And it was like such a simple thing. There was, there was an agent who we had on the show who this was like one of a huge, this was like a big thing he figured out in his market that almost everyone wanted, but no one used. AKA all the sellers like, I want 90 day transition periods type thing. He'd give it to them all, tell the buyers I want it. And then no one ever actually used it. They were all gone in three weeks because you know, the 500 grand we had the one person overstayed their welcome but that was it <laughs> and it was just like it was this tiny thing that he figured out in his market that everyone was like oh I've got to wait 90 days I've got to rent and do all this shit and he was like no one's actually staying like they say they want it but when the money's in the account and they know they can move they want to move on they naturally want to move they don't want to be in a house full of boxes and shit right they, they yeah. want to go and like he was, he was like, I figured this out. We like, you know, first time's obviously scary. And he's like, and then this is something that I've leveraged to give me a competitive advantage. He's like, everyone can do it, but no one knows I'm doing it. I'm afraid if I did it, I would have the one that wanted to stay 90 days and then they'd hold over for 20. That's just my love for And you'd be like, God, get out. You know, I gave you 90 days. Hey, I just wanted to jump in here and let you know, if you would like access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. Now back to the show. Yeah, we only only had one nightmare to deal with. Um, And without getting into it, it was a rather stressful nightmare to deal with. And it was on the actual buy side. Uh, where mm-hmm. they moved in before closing. <laughs> yeah. yeah so it was the other way around. Like it I was had a pre-closing occupancy. Mm. Oh, yeah. They always want to move in early. And even though you represent the buyer, you're still going, I don't know about that. Because <laughs> yeah. if they go in there and damage a bunch of shit and then that deal falls through, well, yeah. guess who they're going to come back to? <laughs> so I try not to do it. I, and I had one not to... Just recently, they wanted to go in and tear out all the flooring before it closed. And I'm like, no, you can't do that. <laughs> because I, I don't feel like it's going to fall through. But the minute you rip all that shit out, you know, they were going to find out you bought a damn car or some shit. And it's going to throw you all out. I'm like, don't touch the floor. Like, you can move shit in. <laughs> That's it. 
this actually happened with us and our property. Um, and I remember this so well. We weren't planning on selling the home. And it just kind of coincides with the story. And someone was like, want to buy your home? No rush. Like they don't need it. They wanted it. And they were just like, we will wait as long as you want to keep the house. And we didn't start looking for best part of what, 18 months. So we, we sold the home. We lived in it for well over another year, well over. And they were like, we don't care. We just want to confirm that this is our property. You can stay as long as you want indefinitely, essentially, which is kind of an unusual situation as well. And then we ended up leaving. They, they moved right in, but it was like, it was their dream home. And they just wanted to secure it. They, they had cash. Like they just bought it in cash. Like it was like, we don't need the house. We'll buy it in cash. You got the money. Move out whenever you move out, we'll move in. I think they, they said within two years was their ideal. But like that's also another unusual one where someone's just like, "This is my home." Like it's like it's come to them in their fucking dream. They were like, "This is my house." You don't understand, mm. but like you're living in my fucking house, or so whatever it costs, I'm in. But and and you can have it for two years, but like I want it. When you leave, this is mine, and uh, sold it, and it just wow. guaranteed us the fuck we wanted to leave. Yeah, kind of unusual situation. But I want to wrap up, and I want to give you the floor. So unless. This is a Elite Agent Secrets podcast first that you are actually hiring and not trying to do another 50 deals yourself. Uh, let the people know kind of what you got going on, whether you're buying or selling, if you are hiring. Maybe you've got something else going on that you want to let people know about. So how could people learn more, whether it's phone, email, website, social media? Let the people know where you're at. Oh, I am all over the place. <laughs> um, you can find me on Facebook. Um, if you want on my personal page, just don't type Julie Groves. You're not going to find me. It's Julie Allen Groves. And I do that for a reason to try to weed out a bunch of the weirdos because I get all kinds of inbox messages from people. Um, in fact, the other day I got one for a sugar daddy. He was looking for a sugar baby. And I was like, no, I'm good. <laughs> but don't think I didn't post that on Facebook and offer, you know, if you're looking for a sugar daddy, I mean, who's your chance? Hit the guy up. Cause he was going to give me like five grand a week or some shit. And I'm like, you know, for 10, I might consider it, but for five, no, I'm good. <laughs> so I get all kinds of weird messages. Hey, so listen, I, I consider it for five. Yeah. And I had all kinds of people making comments. Hell, five grand, that's easy money. And it was me. And then of course I went and looked the guy up and then I got tickled because on his profile, it's like gay pride. And I'm like, you'll go right ahead. <laughs> I don't think you realize what you just signed up for. So, yeah, so I'm under Julie Allen Groves there to try to weed out some of that crap, but it's entertaining nonetheless. Um, right. You can find me at 903realty.net, um, 903-realty.com. Um, I'm on Instagram, I think. I don't do much on Instagram, so I really can't even tell you what my name yeah. on there is because it's linked to my Facebook Um but no if you google you can find me just about anywhere google is your best friend amazing now we've got three quick fire questions before we wrap up here so straight off the top of your nut first one favorite book or person you're learning from at the moment whoo that's a that's a broad list there (laughs) i I network with people but it was i just bought um jeff ducharme would have to be my number one guy right now and he, okay. he runs a group called Inside Insiders Investors Club. I think I've heard of it, actually. I think I, that rings a bell, Inside Investors Club. Rings an actual bell to me, so I might know that guy. Um, second one, what's your real estate goal in the next 12 months? 
y'all are going to laugh, but I do not set goals. <laughs> and that sounds okay. funny. And people think I'm nuts when I say that. Like my only goal is to do better than I did the year before. And the reason okay. I say that is because if I go, I want to sell 30 million and I only make it to, let's say 20. Well, then I'm just disappointed. I have disappointed myself wholeheartedly. So my only goal really is to be better than I was the year before, better than I was yesterday, better than I was a week ago. So I try not to set any unrealistic expectations because I have seen that just devastate people when they don't reach that goal. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, the third one, though, is what would be the biggest obstacle for you achieving your goal? So if you want to do a little bit better than last year, what's, what's the thing that's going to stop you? doing a little bit like better than last year. Really, the biggest obstacles I run into are negative-ass people. Here lately, it doesn't matter where you go, somebody is a negative Nelly, and my mother is one of those people. In fact, yesterday <laughs> I said to her, I said, you need a little positivity in your life, dear. And she just looked at me like, shot me in the go-to-hell look, right? <laughs> and I was like, seriously. And, and the guy that I'm dating is the same way. I said, you two would be so great together. Y'all could have like a total bitch fest. Like y'all could just go at it. So I try, that's an obstacle for me is to just get away from the negative people. And if buyers come at me with that negative attitude, I'm like, here, you want to work with Scott? I'll just push them off because I don't want to deal with it. Because I have surrounded myself with positive people and people that are making millions of dollars and pushing me to be better. So them negative people got to go. I, I just weed them on out. <laughs> love it i'm exactly the same i weed out all the negativity out of my life and uh, i can attest to the fact that it does amazing things for you for, you, for oh, your mental health fucking amazing and it costs zero dollars yeah zero dollars and i did find that when you start that people start telling you oh well, you've changed you're not the same person no, you're not, because I don't have to deal with your shit no more. I mean, yeah. I've got better things going on. So it's a great thing. I have changed. You fucking haven't, which is why we're not friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> Julie, thanks for coming on the show and sharing your secrets to success. Everyone, we hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode, and we will see you in the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you would like one-on-one -on -one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country, to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. 